As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, friends. You're tuned in to episode 90 of Gamer Heroes, the weekly show where we talk about news, reviews, and anything else happening in games today. My name's Cam Koenig. With me, as always, is my boy, Thomas Egan. Hey, it's me. Hey, it's you. How's it going? Good. I didn't make a sound this time because uh, I'll probably sound a little stuffy for this episode. Yeah, feel 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 a little under the weather. Uh, yeah, but I'm happy to be here. Hey, and that's all that matters. It is. And you, listener, we're happy you're here too to hang out with us on the day of the Gamer Heroes episodes. <laughs> uh, I don't really have any announcements. Uh, so you've been playing anything? <laughs> I guess we're just gonna roll right into that. Uh, but little this, little that. Uh, played a little bit of Doom. Um, like. Dune 2016? Yeah, Dune 2016. Okay. Uh, I really like that game. I need to sit down and just finish it because it's got a lot of things about it that I like, but when I sit it down for a little while, I forget how to play. And likewise, I just could not figure out... Oh, oh man, I was doing bad. I have it bumped up to one of the harder difficulties. I think the hardest one I can play on my first playthrough. And it's not, like, insane, mm -hmm. but it's a good challenge, and I like it. But when you come back and don't remember the controls, makes it tough. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way with that. And also, to like some extent, I know it's not the same team, but sort of like sister studio under the same umbrella. But like, I fell off Wolfenstein, like the first one of that like new reboot. Mm -hmm. I fell off that one a little quicker than I had hoped, but I think it was just because I think something else came out and I was playing a lot of that. And then whenever I went to go pick it back up, it just didn't grab me as much like i just like lost all the momentum mm -hmm. kind of going into that i think that happened to me with red dead i had a, mm -hmm. a couple people but one guy in particular who was telling me I, I was like you know i'm gonna play this over a long period of time i'll drip feed it because that's how i like these games that's how i liked gta even though i never beat it um which is fine i had a really good time with that game and i'm happy with you know i'm happy with the amount of time i spent with it uh, this buddy, he says, no, that's not what you should do. You should absolutely <laughs> power through this thing and then mosey around because it's going to get plenty of content drip fed out to everybody. And I think he was right because I tried picking it up the other day and I'm like, oh boy, I forgot how to do anything. And I, I think I would really enjoy it if I played that game 
with some amount of consistency. The tough thing is, I've heard other people say this, and I agree that that is a game that needs to be played at least one hour at a time, at least, because otherwise you can't do a lot. And mm-hmm. a, a big part of the game, I think, is that slow pace to it that I like, that I think it does a good job of putting all throughout the game where you have to spend time riding around on your horse. There's just there's just a speed at which the game moves that makes me feel more immersed in it that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. But unless I'm playing it for a decent amount of time, it's kind of lost on me. So I need to choose to dedicate more game time to something like that or even something like Doom. So, you know, use it or lose it. But sure. I do, but I don't want to sit down and spend all that time on one game. I like hopping between them, but mm-hmm. it, it's making it difficult for myself. Right, yeah, my my girlfriend is currently, uh, well, has been for the past, I'd say, maybe a couple of months. It's kind of hard to keep track of just time in general at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's been playing Red Dead and just dove has dove in really, really deep into it. And she's very much the type of person that can't really bounce around from game to game. So she's always like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to play that. And she played that for maybe 150 hours and then kind of fell off of that whenever uh, she got a PS4 and Red Dead 2. And has just been like playing a whole lot of that and it's 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 inter- it's interesting because that's definitely not the way that I consume games either. But it, mm-hmm. that game definitely lends itself a lot better to somebody that's willing to just like focus its time solely on that. Because I know that if I were playing with that, in addition to the fact that I have ADHD, like I would just not be able to focus on just that game because there's so many other things coming out that I want to play and just like dip my toes into mm-hmm. a little bit, and I would just completely lose interest in that. Yeah, there are plenty of games that satisfy my ADD notion within the game of like Skyrim. I'm going to I'm just going to go over this cave up here. I'm going to mm-hmm. see what's up. Like that satisfies that for me, but only if I play with some amount of regularity cuz I'll once I'm hooked, I'll keep coming back. But if I'm not hooked, if I leave it, if I play something else for even a few days or a week, I have so much trouble jumping back in. So really, I just have to commit to one thing and decide when I'm going to be done with it. And this is kind of a challenge to myself because I really struggle with this. I mean, I want to finish Into the Woods. Mm-hmm. I, w- I keep just putting it on and listening to the music and stuff. I think you keep, you keep calling it Into the Woods, isn't it? Just I Night do. in the it's Woods? Night in the Woods. Yeah. <laughs> I, every single time I call it the wrong thing. It's okay. I forgive you. Oh. And I love you. Oh, thank you. No problem. Uh, that game is super charming and I need to play more of it and the the more small amounts I play, I'm like, man, I'm not very far in this game at all. <laughs> like, I'm really enjoying it, and I've technically, like, if you looked at my playtime, if it even shows it, I'm sure it would be a decent amount, but it's me just, like, setting down a switch <laughs> on my table while I do other things and listen to the music. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so it's a challenge to, my, to me, to myself, to... I gotta laser focus on this stuff, which I have trouble with, but I think it will pay off more in the end also if i'm trying to like write a review or something like i want to finish this game so i can be like hey if you're like me and you wait for stuff to go on sale here's a great item to check out you know or even with doom it's like Mm -hmm. yeah this came out years ago but it goes on sale all the time and the quality for dirt cheap yeah i mean i got that bundle with wolfenstein for 15 dollars. yeah that's that's crazy absolute steal so yeah i i want to do that stuff and review it just to kind of work out those muscles so to speak um but I just need to clear up my backlog. It's 
I mean, it's not the end of the world if I don't. I mean, I'm gaming just fine without it. Sure. But uh, so much of my game time is dedicated to persistent experiences, like games as a service, like Hearthstone and Apex and stuff like that. I don't know if that's games as a service, but... I, I think those qualify. Like, yeah, that, that's something where it's like very the content is very like drip fed towards you like over time to like it's got something else to just kind of keep you just coming back for more like mm-hmm. with the Hearthstone expansions or you know like the even the tavern brawls yeah right or, just, or like the battle the pass stuff in like every battle royale right now yeah and both of them are basically all multiplayer sure Hearthstone has some other stuff but yeah. it's you know it's not that much it's not what you go there for first you know same with Overwatch I mean that's the thing that really got me into the loop of spending a lot of time on a multiplayer only game and i love that game enough that it's not like i missed single player but now i'm having trouble learning how to beat a single player game again it's just like (laughs) i've forgotten how to stick with it yeah yeah i definitely understand that i know it's hard for me to jump back into a lot of like solely multiplayer experiences because i feel like i'm mostly a single player kind of guy but i've always really just kind of romanticized this notion of like Oh, I've got these like friends that are hopping online, and I totally used to be this way, where you'd like, oh, I got some friends online. Uh, we've got both of this game, but let's let's hang out. Let's just go like play a game together or something. And it's mm-hmm. it's hard for me to jump back into that too. It's like almost this muscle that you have to work out, or else right. like it's a use it or lose it thing. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Um, yeah, there were I have some buddies who have been on Xbox since you know the days of old, mm-hmm. and I was until PS4 came out. This is the first Sony system I ever bought. So I did lose some uh, some of my buddies uh, across the across the gap, you know, across the console gap, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's a shame because I I don't even care that we can't game together, but I wish we could hang out in a similar digital space to just kick it and party chat, sure, you know, because we don't occupy many of the same spaces online or anything. So I wish wish we had that. I mean, even I just wish. I guess Discord is a thing. I guess that's the point mm-hmm. of Discord. But since I'm not on a PC whatever like discord's right. not never appealed to me that much but yeah i just wish i could hang out with those guys like just be in a space with them mm-hmm. but since that ship has sailed i don't do that with anybody anymore so same story kind of use it or lose it i just i haven't done that in ages i don't yeah. think i've done that ever on my playstation yeah i think the last time that i actually really like actively used like a party chat system in a console uh was back on the 360 when i was in like high school yeah i would like all of our friends would just like load up into this party and it was the first eight people there because that was like the size limit of the party at the time and like once like we just would hang out and play different games but we just still be like able to talk to each other and it's it's weird like over time if the idea of that just like man i just i just really want to fucking focus on this game like quit just leave me alone this is my time you know it's it's a weird thing and i i kind of got back into that a little bit with uh with the division two and some like people that I met online through the kind of funny community that I would just like go and hang out with and we would just play division. But that game is also just, I I kind of am viewing that game as a, it's a vehicle to hang out with your friends and just do something. Yeah. You know, it's more about just being sure together. I don't really give two shits about like what's happening in that game. Right. Like I, I will like listen to podcasts or like get caught up on like some like old odd YouTube videos or whatever and just like mm-hmm. run around and like do some random events and stuff. But well, that stuff was super fun back in my wow days where, you know, you've got your friends list, you've got party chat, you know, if you're squatting up, you've got guild chat. Uh, we found that across all characters, regardless of whatever you can make on wow, you can make a private uh, 
channel, like a private chat channel, and mm-hmm. just name it whatever you want. And so all you have to do is type slash join and then the name of the channel. So we just made one, and no matter what character we were on, like all of our friends knew that that channel existed on our server. So you could pop on and be able to type, as long as you're on the same faction, you could type, you know, talk to each other from anywhere. And you didn't have to be in the same guild because maybe if somebody's in like a raiding guild, you know, this dude's alt who's just there to be like a power level character sure. isn't going to be in that guild. So it was nice that you were always able to talk to each other uh, just at any time. And uh, that was so cool. I mean, a lot of that game was just that. It was, this is the time that I want to listen to music and I'm going to use this game to entertain my eyes. Like really, I'm just relaxing the game is just, sure. you know, the game could be substituted for a lot of different things, but the difference between this and most other things is that my friends are here. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, I 100% agree with you there. So, yeah, I used to do that just all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, uh, I don't want to say that ship has sailed, but honestly, I mean, I'm not really upset the direction my stuff has gone because also a big portion of where I spend my time now is trying to introduce people to party games like couch co-op and social sure. social party yeah. gaming and stuff um so i'm not really upset about that because the power of couch co-op is as strong today as it ever has been it's just that we're all grown up and it's hard to find a place to get together with your and friends who has the time anywhere. honestly you it's know, hard like, if you have to like go somewhere then you have to like kind of set aside that time if you you can be doing other things just hanging out and party chat you know yeah you have to plan for it where like if you were at home and you were just oh i got 15 minutes you know, you just pop in and you're there. But otherwise, it's a commitment, especially if you have kids or if you have any reasonable amount of obligations, like anybody does. Uh, That's really something you've got to want, you know? Sure. And so kind of my thing is I want to show people that this is something that they want because it's a a unique experience that you can only get being side by side with each other. But, uh, you know, it's just hard to get people in the room for that stuff because most people haven't done it. You just got to show them that it's cool, like that it exists. I mean, most people don't haven't heard of Duck Game even, and Duck Game is so much fun. It's if, real stupid. I'm yeah, it's it. great. Yeah, it's, it's like great. the gold standard of just like, all right, it pretty much has like three buttons, but if you really want to keep playing and get into it, there's a little bit more stuff. Sure. But no matter what, you're probably going to laugh when you play this game. You're going to laugh and oh, you're going to cheer. yeah. And you're actually going to blow yourself up. It's going to be great. But... Uh, yeah, I really like that stuff. Um, but, you know, that reminds me, something I played this past weekend at mm-hmm. our casual event was Astro Bear, Astro Bears. Um, okay. I played the past couple weekends. Uh, our buddy Lang introduced us to it, or introduced me to it, certainly. It is a Switch game. I don't know what it's on. Honestly, didn't even look it up. But it's a Switch game, and Lang said it goes on sale all the time. He got it for $1. All right cool dude the game's pretty sweet yeah it is like the old sonic the hedgehog like sonic 2 mini game where you're running around that sphere and you're trying to collect coins if you're not oh, familiar with okay. it okay yeah 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 so just imagine with like the like different little like red and blue balls that yeah. you have to like pass through okay cool so but instead of like red and blue balls that you're either trying to collect or like avoid instead uh imagine that where you're like running around a sphere but it's like tron so you have X amount of bears, so there are three of us playing each time, and uh, you start on the sphere, and it's Tron. So you go around the sphere, and you've got a trail that goes behind you. You can jump, uh, you can hold jump to jetpack, and you can boost, but boosting usually kills you. <laughs> like, it's pretty tough to control, uh, but in a in a charming way. And uh, 
Game's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that sounds pretty fucking rad. It's it's so accessible. Like, all you have to do is look at this game for one second to understand what's happening on screen. So, I mean, you you don't even need an explanation. Like, someone can be, how can I play? Or you can be just like, there's one button, you know. Great. That, there's a stick, and there's one button. Play. And it is so much fun. I mean, but in the past couple Wednesdays, we played at least an hour and a half of that game, which is a lot considering the matches can be like, five seconds oh, or, or okay. 30 yeah. seconds that's that's fucking awesome it's great i want to check that out we should we should play that sometime soon we should so yeah. add that to the list of great party games because that is it, it's i would argue that that is one of the most accessible games i've ever seen really yeah because that's, it's that's, so simple. that's high praise thomas I, I love that stuff cool so yeah add that to the list and and uh yeah i'll, I'll show you i love that game yeah please so. do uh speaking of As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply high intent high intensity high octane uh action games to play with your friends uh i got back into stardew valley (laughs) Uh, oh that's exciting so i i picked that up on the ps4 uh oh man it was about a year and a half ago and i fell off it just as fast as like i spent maybe two hours with it and just had zero interest in going back yep and i think that might have as old as time i think that might have just been the fact that i was playing it on a console Mm-hmm. And so I bought it for my Switch. It was it, it, like late last week. It had to have been like the start of the weekend or something. So but, this this was just a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, totally. That game's fucking good. Dude, it's great. Oh, my God. Okay, so that game's cool. And when you were telling me about this before, mm-hmm. I've heard you say that. I experienced that. My girlfriend experienced that. I, I've heard it in a bunch of places. It's in the first, like, week or even the first two weeks, but especially the first, like, week in the game, which is two, three, four, five hours almost. Mm -hmm. It's not really clear what you're doing. Sure. Like, your goals aren't really clear. There's not a lot of reward. Like, it's teaching you how to play the game, but there's not that much payoff of just like, hey, you did it. But once you get over that hump, immediately it's just like, Oh, yeah, and it, like, I it, can it's do kind of anything. like drip feeding you a little bit as like the days go on. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. this like sort of thing is opening up. Like I just got to I just talked to this cool wizard in a tower and he's just oh, like, yeah. hey, this community center is pretty cool. And then I had to save and quit because I had to run and go do other stuff. So I haven't actually like jumped into that. But like just that was not something that was available to me at the very start of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I basically just woke up and somebody, some stranger just walked into my house and gave me a box of parsnips. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's really good. Uh, I'm, I felt hooked 
almost immediately, actually. Like, I was, like, planting the seeds and then, like, just going through that repetition of, all right, well, I got to get up. Gotta go water my gotta water my plants. By then, all the shops are open. I'll go into town, hang out with the people a little bit, go like clear out some clear out some of my farm, like kind of wind down the rest of the day. Might get some fishing in. That fishing mini game is not that great, but I actually really enjoy it. I totally agree. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. Hard to play, but it's like kind of. I just I'm a I am a I am a sucker for fishing mini games in pretty much anything you put them in. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're always my just absolute highlight yeah. we should do a challenge mode where we rank the best fishing mini games i would absolutely want to do that okay yeah i can get down with um that. yeah no i'm i'm really really enjoying stardew valley uh a whole lot i'm really excited to have that just be my all right uh as of this week right now i'm in, i'm in the middle of packing up my apartment to move to a different apartment and it's i it's stressful yeah. And sometimes I just need like 20 minutes. We're like, all right, the only thing I'm going to focus on is watering these goddamn potatoes. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. And it's going to be nice. And I'm going to be relaxed. God damn it. And it's going to be <laughs> right. good. All right. No, I love the idea of going to a game like this because this is what it is. You sit down, you're like, ah, I'm going to relax. And then you start your day job. You know, right. so to speak. Right. You sit down, you're like, all right, now I've got a schedule. I'm going to go farm. <laughs> right. You know, that's easy, right? Yeah. That's not hard work at all. Go sit there and just like tear down rocks. It, oh yeah, it's easy it's really work. rewarding, and I know it's like totally how farming works. But with this game, I'm definitely feeling you get into it, you get out of it what you put into it. A hundred percent. So I, I definitely am really big fan of just it will let you go as deep into these mechanics as you want to go. If you just want to just plant shit and just like hang out and just have a nice relaxing time. It'll let you do it. Dude, when Lissy played, she hated that fishing minigame. She she didn't quite understand what the rules, like how you were supposed to do it. It's a little confusing. I Yeah, it doesn't do The game doesn't really job. tell you much of anything, to be completely honest. It's like kind yeah. of Minecraft-esque in that sort of way. Yeah, I think it would... I mean, it's I, there's no way it's going to happen at this point, but it would really do well if it spent more time holding your hand with the early fishing to just be like, hey, here's advice. Like, mm-hmm. you're tapping to too frequently like sure. or if you even if it had like some sort of it, or know? if it had some sort of like thing off to the side that's not like the visual cue that it has where you're like you're trying to keep that fish in the bar yeah so so for but even if it was just it, like you, hey you tap- too fast too slow right because so for anybody who hasn't played it uh on the left side of your screen is a you know a vertical bar and there's a fish a picture of a little fish uh that goes up and down this thing and that's it trying to escape so you tap the screen you know as fast or slow as you need to to get uh, this bar to appear wherever the fish is. So when the fish moves, if it goes up, you need to tap a little faster. If it you know goes down, you need to tap a little less. Um, you know, it, it's more or less as simple as that, but it doesn't really explain it that well. And if you don't immediately pick it up, it doesn't do a good job of, like we're saying, letting you know what you did wrong. Sure. So Lizzie played the game, went a whole year of the game, a year and change. Did never once. I she fished like one time, and she's like, "I'm never doing this ever again." And she didn't. <laughs> yeah, she and, went the whole time. You don't have to. Is the amount? Is the yeah, awesome thing. Like it's just this side thing that the game does not force you into at all. And I barely touched the mines where you're going down digging and killing monsters and stuff. I have no idea if you've even seen that yet. So I I just started. So me and my girlfriend and our friend Laura, uh, we all started a farm together. Because Switch has the multiplayer update. How does that work? So one person hosts, in quotes, like the game, and it's their farm. And the other players, up to three other players, join in as farmhands. And it just, like, populates just a cabin on your farm. And it's essentially, like, you all share money. 
but you don't share like energy so each of you has your own different energy uh and you're essentially just like all farming together and hanging out you can date the other players like they're listed as single oh, really? under the relationships thing which is pretty cool that's funny uh yeah it's essentially like you're just playing stardew valley but like your friends are all playing another instance of stardew valley but in that same world that's nice and you just like can like see each other on the screen and give each other items and a whole bunch of other stuff it's pretty cool uh i really liked that it was just kind of a cool thing like i would just hang out with them and then like one of them would like i would basically collect all the crops and then just like run those into town while they were still like working on something or they were just doing stuff and i was just fishing all day you can have multiple save files on that right I so don't. I don't actually know. I, I'm Maybe sure, probably. I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually, I know for a fact I can because I just started a second game. Oh yeah, you can have different. The, that's what you meant. You can have like different mode. farms and different. Yeah, like, that way you can save stuff. one for like your sure, team. Yeah, like I have. Farm. I have my personal one that I'm using to like. I am going to just like explore this game and kind of figure mm-hmm. out this world for myself. And then this other one is like, all right, hey, let's. We're all hanging out let's anyway. Play let's farm. just let's just play farm we're together. A, yeah, a happy farmily. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, can you name... You have to start over and rename your farm. farm. Yeah, it fucking sounds like we do. Yeah, um, sorry. So, what actually has been taking up most of my time this weekend... Oh, hey, real quick, before yes. we're off Stardew, yes. I gotta give you the advice. Okay, if anybody else do. starts this, Yes. Uh, three things I wish I knew when I started. Okay. Number one, you can use your shovel or your hoe to dig worms out of the ground. Uh, You'll see wait, these- what? You'll see Okay. at some point soon, you'll start seeing worms poke their heads out of the ground. Mm-hmm. Use your hoe on those. Okay. You'll get good stuff. You want to okay. do that okay. very much. Good to know. Good I went know. like a whole year without knowing that, and I was like, wow, I'm getting a cool. ton of stuff. I'm only like day 10 of spring, year one. Well, it should, so. I mean, it'll start, I think it goes all every every season. But, okay, great. You know, cool. they last a long time. So like for me, they were everywhere all the time. I was like, what are these things? And then when Leslie told me, I was like, wow, I'm getting so much <laughs> treasure now. Uh, so the, uh, use, use the hoe on worms. Mm-hmm. Number two is, um, is what is fix the mine carts as early as possible. There's a thing in the community community center, uh, where when it becomes, when stuff opens up, you'll know mm-hmm. when that happens. Yeah. When stuff opens up, you're like, wow, there's a lot of stuff I can do here. One of them allows you to repair the mine carts. Do that as soon as you possibly can. Uh, that is the most time-saving thing you can do in that whole game. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, and what was the other one? There was um, I can't remember. Bad advice. Oh, oh. oh uh, okay. If you upgrade your watering can, mm-hmm. you can hold the space. I mean, I play on mobile, so mm-hmm. I, whatever. You use your activate or whatever. If you hold it down, it will actually water multiple spaces Ooh, in front of you. That's really good. Also, had to look that up. It never tells you that. And even after replaying the game. Good to know. Yeah, so there's there's some stuff there that I don't know if you were just supposed to figure it out. Because even when I was upgrading the watering can, I was like, I'm not sure I understand what the big deal is about this thing. Like, why why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's why you do it. The game doesn't okay, tell you that. good to know. So, yeah, that's, that is something I will keep in mind. I will make sure to do all three of those things. Cool. Because I want to be a good farmer mm-hmm. and have a good time in Stardew Valley. Uh, so something else that's been taking up, I, 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 as I mentioned earlier, more of my weekend than Stardew Valley, which I did not expect, Cray. Uh, is I'm going to call it Valhalla, but the actual title is VA-11 Hall A. Um, it's a bartending simulator yeah. mixed with the visual novel kind of a thing. It's really fucking like, uh, cool. Like where it's, uh, people appear as like 
two-dimensional drawings like on the left and right kind yeah of thing. yeah yeah so you are a bartender and your name is jill and you basically are just like coming into work serving drinks and the and you basically work through your entire shift day to day and people will come in and talk with you you'll like learn about the world and those characters as a whole and have like cool interactions with those characters excuse me uh just kind of like as you're just working randomly and occasionally they'll just be like hey give me this drink and then like you have this little uh like booklet or like glossary of different drinks that you can search by name or like you can search by like this drink is sweet or this drink is like spicy or sour or this one is like manly or this one's like a promotional item or this one's like a rare drink that's only in like a certain bottle or something and you basically just like uh shows you the recipe and how to make the drinks there's like a very brief tutorial that explains the entire like quote gameplay stuff in it because a lot of that game is reading, which I know I can be a huge turnoff for a lot of people. Dude, I told you when I played Pyre, mm-hmm. I wish that game was only reading. Really? Because that's the part of the game I love. I think you would really like this. Uh, I I probably would, based yeah, on what you're uh, telling me. It's, it's on Switch. It just came out on Switch. I'm playing it. I got a copy sent from the publisher for uh, just kind of check out, you know, uh, talk about it on the show. And I'm really enjoying it. Uh, there's some really neat stuff in there. I really like that the you basically just show up as this girl and you essentially you're discovering like not only the other characters but like stuff about like your character as just like oh, things you discover go on. yourself yeah you just hmm. discover yourself but it's like all coming up very organically like uh, you can tell that there's like certain connections with some characters that are there and some of them that aren't there and everybody has like their own distinct personalities which is very cool it seems really well written uh, the soundtrack's really, really fucking cool. It's like this very kind of synthy, cyberpunky sounding stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really digging it. Uh, there's, I guess, some like a like quote game over check that I found so far is you have to do well enough serving drinks to make enough money to pay rent by the end of the oh, month. Oh yeah. And sometimes you'll come home from a shift and your character's just like, okay, well, I've been. I've been singing this song in my head, so maybe I should go buy this. But you also have to balance whether or not you have enough money for that. So it's like it's like a, a character it's a, happiness bar kind of thing. Not really. Like it just affects like how focused you are for your next shift. Mm-hmm. So it's, cool it, it's it's pretty cool. And essentially, it hits a little too close to home because you have to eventually you have to weigh: Do I want to be happy? Do I want to pay rent? <laughs> and I'm like, Classic. man, all right, <laughs> I can relate to that one, right? Uh, but I'm I'm really, really into it. I'm probably, I want to say, four or five hours into it right now. I'm definitely planning on, for sure, finishing this game. And I'm How far into the game do you think you are? I mean, that's, do you think I you're still in the beginning stretch? Uh, so, at this, like, as things start and you meet, like, certain characters, they kind of allude to different things. They get talked about by a bunch of other characters because there are these big, big goings-on in this essentially like crime rampant city like everything is very corrupt it's all like dystopian cyberpunk bullshit but there's like you can't have cyberpunk without that oh absolutely like there's your bar is basically within months of like shutting down because like some sort of like corporation or like government entity above you just was like well you guys aren't making enough money so get the fuck out of here Mm. uh so you're basically just working there as much as you can to like try and make sure you can pay rent but people are talking about like different events and like there's like a concert going on and like people who were like going to the concert came in and like the 
person giving the concert came in, which was kind of cool, but like they had been talked about by a few people who came in previously. Like everything feels pretty linked together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, there's it, it feels like right now things are still kind of like starting to ramp up. I don't think I've hit like a point where there's this like natural like shit is popping off moment, but I feel like things are just getting to the point where it's about there. And I'm pretty excited to kind of see where that goes. Uh, do you have, besides happy happiness versus rent mm-hmm. versus money, is there, a, a, like, how how much decision-making are you doing that has an impact on in anything besides, like, those invisible bars, so Sure, to speak? sure. So there's uh, really, I guess, the only kind of decisions. The storytelling is very linear. Like, it's just telling the story that it wants to. Well, because really, I ask that mm-hmm. to ask the question, is, do you think there's replayability to it? I don't know if there is. I mean, I, I, I don't know if there's any sort of, like, difficulty, or I don't know if there's any sort of different like dialogue choices or dialogue mm-hmm. things that are said or like how things play out depending on how well you do. Right. Um, uh, uh, like, you said it's linear. Yes. It's very linear. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, it's very linear. So like, it's just like telling you the story that y- it's wanting to tell you. So like the characters for each day, like this person's always going to show up. And this- As humans we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This person's always going to show up, and it's essentially like you're, you know, reading a novel that's just mm-hmm. on screen with, like, cool cyberpunk-looking characters. Uh, I like the world building in that, like you find out about everything through like everybody different, everybody's like different perspectives and everything. But then uh, before your shifts, uh, every time you start the day, you're just like sitting at your apartment on your phone and you can like reason, read news articles to see like what's going on. And they provide insight depending on like what this person said, like, oh, maybe this isn't a super trustworthy news source. Mm-hmm. Or you can read like something that's essentially 4chan which is kind of neat. Like they did a pretty good job of having some pretty believable, like internet forum lingo in there. Yeah. Uh, there's one where you can read like uh, a blog from this like idol who's putting on a concert, like a whole bunch of like cool stuff like that. Like you're just kind of naturally experiencing the world as this like 20 something single girl who is a bartender. 
That's cool. It is really, really cool, and I'm really excited to check out more of it. I'm definitely going to finish I'm it. I'm excited to check that out, too. That, yeah. Everything you're saying sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I really think you would be into it, because I know you're a big fan of those like kind of bite-sized indies. I don't think oh, this man, game's going to be super long, but I also don't know for sure, you know? What's the uh, visual style like? Like, um, It's kind of got a, like a very pixelated, almost like, I don't want to say 16-bit, because that seems a little like diminutive of like what it's trying to go for, but it's like this really cool pixel art style that um, I'm, it's like a kind of a pixel art, but with like an anime art style, like that kind of blended together with this like cool cyberpunk aesthetic. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really digging it. It's a, uh, it's pretty rad. Cool. Slinging so drinks is pretty cool. What's the name of that game one more time? It's called, uh, boy, uh, <laughs> let me, let me. Well, it's called Valhalla. Uh, yeah. And like the people in the bar, like refer to it as Valhalla because that is the name of the bar. Mm. Uh, and they're just like we just we just call it Valhalla. Like just don't don't worry about it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, but it's like V A dash eleven Hall A, uh, Cyberpunk bartending action. Mm. It's the subtitle. It's really cool. Uh, I, like I, I recommend if you guys are looking for just like a cool bite sized story, and it, it's not like anything super hard to digest. Like once you start the game up, it, it literally tells you, hey. This game's really good to just like hang out and relax too. So it's like go go grab some snacks, oh go grab some drinks, like just just chill out, get yourself comfortable, and just enjoy our game. And I really speak my language, man. That. This all sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely really oh, really into it. I forgot to ask you. What yes, you, what are you playing about? Uh, Nintendo Switch. It oh, just cool. came out on Switch, and I got a review code from the publisher for it, and it is pretty cool. Sweet. I uh, definitely recommend you guys pick that up. If that is, sounds like something you are interested in, it definitely seems worth your time so far. So. Cool. I'm down. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and take a break real quick. Uh, then we'll come back, talk about some news, and keep this trainer rolling. Cool. Yeah. The Heroes Podcast Network is expanding with a brand new show, Kaiju Curry House. Three guys from the UK will be bringing you a fortnightly show, premiering on the 9th of April 2019. Our show will be discussing everything relating to kaiju, our childhood memories of discovering kaiju, our hopes of upcoming kaiju movies, where to get merchandise, lesser-known kaiju movies, games that star giant monsters, comics, books, TV shows, art. Did I miss anything? So, we invite you to listen to our ramblings, embrace your love of kaiju, and be part of the show. Drop us a line on Twitter, at UKKaiju, and support us at patreon.com forward slash heroes podcasts. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Uh, kind of wanted to go over some news items that I, uh, we both kind of wanted to highlight a little bit this week. Not going to do some necessarily deep dives into a whole lot of them, but uh, something that I thought was really interesting that I actually haven't seen a whole lot of people talking about is uh, Xbox went through and made sure to like completely revise their community standards just for the Xbox platform. Uh, it's got much more of a focus on positivity and like promoting good sportsmanship and just like come like actively combating toxicity. Uh, uh, they even include like examples of like, Hey, you should, <laughs> I've read those. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if you want to, uh, like if somebody does a good job, you should fucking tell them. Like, I think that's really cool. And I, I know this all seems like really trivial stuff, but it's really cool to see like a big player kind of like taking that stance and like really pushing that to the forefront. And, making being a dick on the internet kind of a bannable offense for him. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. Honestly, I don't have... I, I think I'm generally a pretty forgiving and even lenient person. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to, like, 
just shitty behavior online, man. I I just don't have much tolerance at all. Same, like, and I'm I'm the exact same way. I, if I, you're if you're a jerk, mm-hmm. like I just be banned from the game. Like I'm not kidding. Like if I if I go into League of Legends and I have a 40 minute game ahead of me and two minutes in, you t- called me a noob, killed yourself and left. Mm-hmm. You should not be able to play for like a month at least. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, if you did that one time and it's clear you did it on purpose. Out. No it, forgiveness. It's, it's just really irritating. And I, I've had some people who are like, hey, you should you should come and play with us. Uh, we, we've got the... And they like talk about one of the guys that they play with. And he's just like, anytime someone shoots him, then he just like swears up a storm and just like goes wild and like just gets really angry. And I'm like, I want nothing to fucking do with that. Yeah. That does not sound like a good time to me. No. It doesn't sound fun if you were the person doing that. And it's corrosive if you're it's, even it's around. It's incredibly it. like... I, it, if you have to turn your TV, awful, if you have you to know? like mute your TV, if you're playing around other people because the way that someone else is acting online, sure, that is bad. Yeah, that's a shame. Or well, I mean, it's a shame, but it's shameful. Totally. You know, and I wish that stuff. Uh, you know, it's taken a long time, but over the past like five, ten years, a lot of organizations, including Microsoft, including Riot Games, which, lol, they're in the news right now again. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely are. We didn't pull that one to kind of talk about. Yeah, but, but people can read about that elsewhere. Yeah, they they, uh, they just did some walkouts based on some, like, a forced arbitration clause mm-hmm. in, like, some contracts that employees signed, and it's kind of a whole mess over oh, there. I didn't whole do anywhere is... near enough research into it to want to talk about it, like, on this yeah, show. Yeah, they, there have just been complaints for a long, long time yeah, about Yeah, Kotaku and, uh, gamesindustry.biz did some really really good like reporting on it you should you guys should go definitely check those out yeah uh, but something I really liked that Xbox put in here was also here's examples of what not to do mm-hmm. which I know like if you're trying to like train a behavior you never want to like get that out there but this very much feels so like a, it, it feels like a direct response to oh well I didn't know that I was like getting that bad but now it's like explicitly stated out like hey telling somebody to like Go and like hurt themselves or worse you read, read online. Them off, you got like, in front of you. Yeah, I, I don't want to read them off. Like they're <laughs> no, like not well, good things to say. You know, but well, the ones I saw. So I like the way they bracketed off. So they're like, go explicit suggestion here. Yeah, yourself or it's like, oh man, you're playing like trash. And then in brackets, yeah, my, like my favorite thing that was like insul- a little funny was there. Like they said trash talk. You know, it's fine. It's going to happen. Like you can't really kind of police. Like, that's, that's fun for a lot of people, you know? But they had acceptable trash talk. Yes, that's and my favorite it's, part. it's really interesting. Like, uh, that was ser- uh, one of their examples of acceptable trash talk was that was some serious potato aim, get wrecked. <laughs> right. Which, classic. I mean, you know, classic burn. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, like, some of these, like, feel, like, a little too far, but, mm-hmm. like... They're, it, it's it, like, you it know what, if much, we can dial it back to this... It feels like it's like a dad wanting to be cool with the hip kids, but yes. also, like, try and educate them on the dangers of being a dick on the internet. <laughs> right. Like, it, it's it's cool and fascinating, and I'm happy that it's there, but it's it's also hilarious, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's endearing, too, because it it, totally. you don't see this kind of, uh, like, jokes from such a serious company as Microsoft... Not that they are always right. ultra serious. And I don't think these are, like, meant as jokes, per se. Well, but I think it's exactly what you're saying. It's like Dad trying totally. to do that. But I think that they recognize what they're doing, and that's the I think they part. have to. They yeah. have to. Surely they didn't. I mean, 
who you're writing down potato aim somebody who's using potato somebody had a that. good time writing that sentence yes absolutely and there's no way that that person that is made not that writer's day that technical <laughs> right. writer is so happy right now get wrecked <laughs> but yeah there's also a bunch of other stuff in here that basically just says like Essentially, it comes down to be yourself, but not not at the expense of others, which I think is really cool. Like mm -hmm. they're promoting individuality and like they're also promoting like if it's hilarious, but not at the expense of others, like that's fine. Just yeah, it's don't like, you do anything say, at the expense of others because right. it's not just your platform. It's everyone's platform. Yeah, because it said like know your audience. It's like if you're playing with right. your friends, like you can say, you know, whatever they're comfortable with, but don't take those same remarks. Don't go expect. into like a public, like public chat, right. you know, like that. there's other people, you know. Yeah. It's, it's a really cool thing, and I'm really happy to see them, like, kind of take this stand and also just spelling out, like, hey, maybe don't uh, build a club around illegal drug use is, like, the first example of what not to do. And then people will get banned for it, and they'll be like, what did I do? And then it's right there just in fucking plain right. language form. XXX420 blazing. Right, right. XXX. Which... Which actually, I guess... Well, that's I guess that would kind of, like, live break long. those guidelines. Yeah. Which is, I, I feel like... Maybe a don't. I mean, I guess like depending on how legislation goes in, in at least the United States, it depends whether or not that's illegal. Well, and that that is a good segue. Well, not a segue, but like a shines a light on the fact that a lot of this stuff is not totally black and white. Sure. So even like if we're making jokes about like marijuana, you know, depending wherever, depending where you live in the United States, it may be legal. It may not. You know, the company I work for, I work in a, for a construction company, and. They really have to think about um, their clauses with like, if you if you get in an accident on the job site, they have to drug test you, period. Mm -hmm. And so if they do that, but if you had a license or uh, yeah for medical marijuana, mm -hmm. then this is suddenly a gray area. It's not black and white like it used to be before. Sure, sure. It used to be straight black and white. Well, this is a great example of like, look, it's not black and white. Talk to your friends how you're going to talk to your friends. Don't be like that with everybody. You know, and there's some nuance here, like you, with that, whether it's like making a group chat <laughs> revolving around drugs, right, or anything like anything that would be like racist, because I could easily imagine that stuff. Yeah, yeah, like this one. This there's an entire section in this that's basically just like, hey, don't message other people with homophobic slurs. Don't <laughs> threaten to harm people like after a bad game or something like you, stuff that you I wish feel you like didn't have to say. It. I know, right? But I mean, you do. Yeah. And that sucks, but mm -hmm. I mean, it's there for a reason. And I guess the next step is to just see like how heavily they're kind of enforcing and moderating that. Because I feel like after like Xbox Live took off like real like whole lot with like the Xbox 360, I feel like Xbox just got this bad rap of just being this place where like all of the, you know, 14 year old kids would go to like insult each other's mothers on the right. Internet, you know, and it, it's kind of cool to see them like take a stand and it. I know that like other places and other platforms have like community standards, but this one really impressed me with how like just plain text it was, how easy to read and digest it was, and just the fact that they're taking a stand on being a dick on the internet. Like just don't. And I'm happy to see that they're saying this is not a place for that. There is no place for that. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. I wish that there was more uh, League of Legends. So what I had kind of started to say before is like in the past five, 10 years, a lot of companies have made different moves towards curbing toxicity. Some of them have worked. Some of them have not. Um, you know, and the 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 verdict is still out. The jury's still out on what the real solution is long term for a lot of the stuff. Sure. Uh, but in League of Legends, they had the tribunal. What you can do is you go on 
you log into their website and you become one of the people who checks the instances of when people get reported, right? So you can see uh, the score of the game, you can see the chat from the whole game, you can see all that good stuff. And based on how, however this person was reported, you can decide if this was someone toxic reporting someone else and it's totally just bogus, or if it's the other way around. Um, I liked the idea, but it just didn't seem to be as effective as it as it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you have to. There, there's a lot more to it than that. If anybody, if Joe Schmo comes on here and is just a bad moderator, because technically you got an in-game reward for uh, contributing to the tribunal. Uh, any Joe Schmo could come in, but of course you're like rating or whatever on there. Got better if you uh, if you sent. What you do is you you send a stamp that says, "Hey, this is real or it's not." Several other people will get the same thing that you did, and if it's reportable, well, either way, it'll send it to an actual mod who gets paid, I assume, mm-hmm. to do this stuff, and they will not only see your verdict, but everyone else's, and it'll basically say, like, they'll they'll see the same stuff you did, and they'll also make a decision that says, yeah, this should, person should be punished, or mm-hmm. they should not, and based on whether or not your judgment was deemed accurate with with how it should have gone... Um, you get you know a rating that's boosted or lowered uh, as a tribunal contributor. Hmm, that's really interesting. So it's very interesting. I just wish it worked better because it never was effective as it needed to be. So I wish that we would see more of that across games. Whether you know, imagine if they did that with Apex Legends. Not that I've had really any issues at all with with having to like report or ban people or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's say that we did. It'd be cool if I could go online do that whole scenario and then at the end even if all you get is like maybe if you do five of these all you get is like 50 currency to use towards the shop but that adds up and if you stick around you're going to get better at it and become a more valuable moderator but the, the point of this is that it takes some of that workload off of like the company won't have to pay someone to go through just hundreds and thousands and thousands of report uh well of reports you know so as a community, if you can contribute that or to that, and they can give you just a really easy, especially like a vanity reward, mm. uh, I would love to see more of that. I think that there must be a reason I'm not thinking of that this hasn't taken off more, but I have always admired that system. I wish it worked better. I wish I could do that for games like mm. Overwatch. I wish I could have been someone who was like, hey, I'll help you out. I'll, like I want this stuff to go away, so I want to become more active sure so you're you're just into like the idea of almost the community like almost policing itself i guess yeah so it's crowdsourcing but the idea is that uh when you had so let's say i get a score for being a good moderator like community mod and if once i once my score was high enough whatever i said i'd be like oh this is definitely like 10 out of 10 this is absolutely a ban or like you know this is a reportable fence this is the real thing and I would pass that on to someone who actually works, you know, who's a real mod for the game in some capacity. Sure. And so they'd make the actual, you know, ban hammer come down. But I would drastically reduce their workload because if I'm reputable, I could show them like, hey, you don't have to dig through this whole chat for this whole game. Like, I can already tell you it's bad. Just yeah. double check, you know, d- check my math, so to speak. But I really like that because it... Yeah, that's, that's definitely an interesting idea. I haven't actually heard of that. Yeah, um, I don't know why anybody else doesn't do it. Yeah, and I, I know, like, I guess in my mind, I'm kind of seeing that as it comes down to, like, I feel 
and this this might just be be me personally, but having issues with like if everybody is like kind of rendering judgment on somebody, but nobody's actually encouraged to not be a dick, you know, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. That's the only thing that I kind of feel like I take issue. This is me just well, I think it's spitballing. A, it's a I don't have any idea. Well, what's I should going go look on. it up. Maybe I'll bring this to the table next week. Yeah, please uh, do. There was some conference. It could have been GDC. I don't remember what it was, but this was. Uh, a year-ish, I want to say a year and a half, something like that, ago, uh, where a bunch of uh, a bunch of these companies, including Riot, including, I think, Microsoft, mm-hmm. got together, and they actually had a big... It was almost like a summit. I mean, it was a big talk about curbing toxicity, like, as a collective in the industry, not just a company-by-company basis. And that was the first time that anything like that had ever happened, and it was all these big names. So... Uh, I should go dig that up and I'll bring it to the table next week. Um, but I find that stuff fascinating because it's definitely a group effort. But the reason I say that is one of the things they talked about there is that it's not just about curbing bad behavior. It's encouraging positive behavior mm-hmm. like you're, you're like you're talking about. And some little uh, things that have worked uh, in those examples are thumbs upping people in Overwatch at the end of a game. Yeah, like those commendations I think are pretty mm-hmm. cool. And I think League of Legends as a result of all this stuff, because I think Blizzard was actually also at the table mm-hmm. at this. But don't quote me on that. Uh, they picked that up, that commendation, that endorsement system that Overwatch does. So I think that stuff's great. No one thing is enough, because this is a big problem. Sure. Um, but yeah, just being angry at people isn't the only way to... Right, you know, right. It's the character or the stick, but the truth is you need both. Oh, 100% agree, 100% agree. Uh, so moving on from that, uh, you were telling me that there was some weird Pokemon article that was kind of going around. There and was. I like, you started to tell me about it and then I just told you to stop talking and tell me about it on the show because <laughs> I have not read this article and I am a dumb, annoying Pokemon fanboy. So please enlighten me as to what the hell is going on. Well, perfect. Well, it's pretty short and sweet to be okay. honest. All right. It's uh, it's an article posted by uh, Vice Games, which as of this week, like, is called Vice Games. It used to be Waypoint. Okay. Um, they re- wrote this article about this research that was just published uh, today, actually, that basically says there's a specific part in your brain that is activated when people who have played Pokemon look at Pokemon. So, hmm. you know, the game, it's like, what, which Pokemon is that? I forget what it's called. It's, uh, who's that who's Pokemon? That Pokemon? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you see the outline of the Pokemon. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's totally Bulbasaur. And you're like, heck yeah, I'm really good at this. I did it. Yeah. You're like Pikachu, and it's somehow Geodude. You're like, yeah, what you know, it's like, this? what the fuck? All right. So, uh, the idea is that if you played, a, if, if you played Pokemon when you were younger, the way that your brain was looking at these images, um, affected the growth of a certain part of your brain. I'll, I'll look for it, but it's like occipital temporal something. It's on your temporal <laughs> lobe. Yeah. Um, but the idea is that based on imagery that's in front of you, this uh, part of your brain will grow uh, to scale. So like the the two subjects the the guy running this research was like well pokemon will be an easy indicator on this we'll have a control group of people who have not played who did not grow up playing pokemon between the ages of 8 and 11 i think it was and the test group that did play and they found that uh they ran everybody through these mri machines and everybody who played pokemon when they were shown a picture of a pokemon 
it lit up the same exact part of the brain in that's every single person. That's fucking cool. So that stuff's like the brain does all sorts of stuff like that where it just categorizes stuff in a certain way based on visual stimuli and, and all sorts of other stimuli. Um, but it's interesting because uh, since it lit up every single portion in the test subject, but not in the control subject or a control group, um, it showed that the... So I, I'm doing a poor job of explaining this, so I apologize. But basically, the way that this part of the brain grows is when you're looking at something, especially when you're younger, um, a small visual icon of any sort. What matters is how much how much of your vision it takes up. Like when you're looking at any given thing, is it, is it close? Is it far away? Is it your whole field of view or is it something small? Uh, with Pokemon, everybody's holding a Game Boy. So they're mm -hmm. seeing the, about the same size of an image. And the other thing that matters is, is it in your central vision or your peripheral vision? Well, this is obviously your central vision. You're looking straight at the Game Boy. So all these kids d developed this specific part of their brain like almost exactly the same way. So they all looked just the same, whereas the people in the uh, other group didn't didn't look that none of them lined up at all. Hmm. Um, so basically, what that means is, when you are a kid, when you work out this certain part of your brain, not only does it carry with you into adulthood, but you can find with consistency how people's brains are going to be coded based on the way that they consumed imagery when they were younger. So Pokemon is the easy one because you're sure. always looking at all these pictures sure. of Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but it's just an interesting thing where uh, basically you can store and and recall uh, specific Im imagery very well. They said that uh, the same thing that worked with Pokemon also worked with real animals. So hmm. it, it could be, this is my speculation, not the article, but it could be that uh, that's a part of your brain that is specifically designed to recognize like animal threats or something. Again, that's my speculation, not anything I read in the article. I mean, have you ever seen a Tangela? Like, he's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah, that's so, spooky. Can like, you imagine if Pokemon were real and you discovered the first real Pokemon and it was fuck, a Tangela? Man. That's some horror shit. Uh, yeah. I guess speaking of kind of uh, for our sister show screen heroes i'm gonna be on their show next week because i'm a dumb annoying pokemon fan and i'm hey. gonna go see detective pikachu oh that'll and then good. just talk about it into a microphone for like an hour and a half That's so that'll be about. really exciting uh so tune to that it's live on twitch that'll be cool that will be cool uh maybe if you uh, listen to that real hard that'll also be burned into your brain just me talking about how fucking cool Ludicolo is because he's fucking cool yeah you'll have to tell me because i don't know what you just said uh, Ludicolo is ludicrous the... yeah it sounds like it <laughs> I'm just not even going to bother. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds really fucking cool. And uh, It's cool because like, the idea there is that if you... Basically, if you built a Pokedex, you know, if you read a Pokedex when you were little, your Which brain... Which I did. I did. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I did. Oh, I had like the, the literal <laughs> one and I couldn't figure out how to use it. Like you could buy it. Oh, that like little toy one that was kind of garbage. Yeah, it was kind of garbage. Yeah. It's a big letdown. A lot of that stuff was. But, but... the idea is that uh, you spend time when you're... Especially when you're a child... Uh, looking at a Pokedex or something similar. This doesn't have to be Pokemon, but Pokemon was, of course, the example that he was immediately able to test for. Uh, if you use that, your brain basically gets better at having its own Pokedex. So, of course, if, if you're older now and you can immediately recognize, uh, you know, who's that Pokemon... I can. Don't boom. worry. Yeah, totally. Especially <laughs> with those original 150. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I guess I never really thought of that. I'm, I'm someone who's always had a pretty rock-solid, like, working memory, so I 
never really realized that was different. But yeah, like if you just, I could like you just look at oh fuck that's a Vulpix. Oh check out that shit that's an Arcanine. Cool. Right. Oh look at that Geo dude over there. You know like that's that's really cool. Yeah. It's fucking fascinating. It, it seems like that same idea would apply to a lot of stuff. Like if you were young and just like looked at a lot of collectibles and stuff. Honestly, Which I also did. <laughs> yeah. It, it's also just another reason why you should introduce your kid to like visual stuff as they're growing sure, up because it clearly has some sort of lasting impression on them yeah i i bought uh i was looking for a birthday present for my nephew he just he's four ish mm -hmm. he's four and change now four and a half and uh i was at barnes and noble and i was just looking for some stuff and i i found this that and the other it's like oh cool cool well i found one that uh it's a series of books it's it's just like a thousand facts about and then there's a bunch of them there's like history here's one about space here's one about the earth you know and all this all sorts of stuff and i was looking at these and i picked them up I'm like man this is cool as hell like i would buy this for me right now like this is it's full of so much cool information it's so visually appealing uh with all sorts of cool stuff that you can either not read if you want mm -hmm. or you can learn about this stuff for real yeah whenever i was a kid i had this little like pocket book that i carried with me all the fucking time over just like different like rocks and minerals of the world and I remember oh, just be, oh yeah huge fucking dork <laughs> uh, I, I would always be, I remember like vividly in my head just being really just kind of taken aback by how fucking pretty like a fire opal looks mm -hmm. it's got this like kind of like creamy and like orange kind of it looks fucking awesome and I've just always been like I was really drawn to just like visually and like I can tell you what a lot of those look like still it's probably for the same reason because I just had this book like almost the same distance away of these little like icons of just how the rocks looked and I saw them up close and all that shit and I'm a dude huge fucking nerd I, oh my god I know we're going <laughs> off on the deep end here but this really I mean this is I spent more time with other stuff I, I never looked at rocks when I was a kid but I love that stuff now mm -hmm. so I went to Breckenridge Colorado for the first time mm -hmm. over Christmas break with some people and um, they had a lot. I mean, it's just a tourist trap. So they've got a ton of very expensive stuff um, all up and down. You know, there was like a cool like used bookstore that was straight out of Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Stacks and stacks of books. And you're just yeah. pulling them off. You're like, what's this? Uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, most of the stuff I did not care about at all. Ooh, your little little thunderstorm yeah, going so, on out there. Cool. So we'll, we'll back this up. But the one the one store that I went back to like three different times was straight up the rock store. It was the geology store. It had so many cool minerals and rocks and stuff. I bought one that was actually orange. I know it wasn't a fire opal, but uh, you know those little collectibles, man. That's that's the way you do it. Yeah, I, I always thought that they were going to be like super hard to get. Like I thought of them almost as like a little Pokedex that I had, like, mm -hmm. like that little book. I'm like, man, I want to collect all of these and it's going to be cool. And some of them are going to be near impossible to get. And I remember feeling like almost let down whenever I walked into a store in the mall in Pittsburgh and just saw like this giant oh. thing of amethyst for sale. I'm like, that was what? too fucking easy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was going to hunt for that stuff. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to go on these like cool adventures. Nah, I just needed to give this dude in a mall like in like a weird t-shirt like $3. <laughs> Or me trying Fuck. to hunt for morel mushrooms, couldn't find a single one, and then check the internet that night, and people are like, oh, look, I have too many. I only got a thousand. <laughs> I got a thousand mushrooms. Does anybody want them? I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. They were, they were, they were trying to hunt for those uh, those uh, shiny morels. So, that's right. So, uh, good callback. Pokemon joke. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it. I know it's starting to storm, and I don't want to lose power. It is. It's uh, quite spooky. And yeah i gotta i gotta pack up some stuff so let's uh, do that hey before you dive yeah. into the normal one i want to do shout out uh probably by you by the time you've heard this the spoiler ban on avengers endgame has lifted 
Uh, but you should go listen to uh, Screen Heroes' coverage of Endgame. Last week, they did a review of it, and it's pretty cool. I actually have not listened to that yet. I will make sure to do that probably tomorrow, because I am burning through podcasts lately. I need more to listen to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you like what you heard, please consider kicking us a buck or however much you want. Money's cool. At patreon.com. Ten stones. Ten. All right. Ten amethysts. <laughs> yeah, ten amethysts that you buy at the mall in Pittsburgh. And a That shi- store doesn't exist anymore, either, which is a huge bummer. <laughs> if somebody sends in a shiny mushroom, man, I'm going to come up with something cool to send you. Yeah, if you, uh, if you have any, uh fire opals lying around just uh just dm me on twitter we'll talk uh <laughs> consider giving us a buck or 12 at patreon.com slash heroes podcast that'll help the show and network grow to do cool stuff buy equipment all that jazz uh if you can't contribute financially that's all right just go ahead and share the show with someone or rate review us give us comments please like us please please if you're this far in the show and you don't like us i'd I don't understand why you did that. <laughs> They're collecting podcasts. Okay, great. Uh, if you have any questions for us or want to tell us how much you just love our voices, uh, just hit us up on Twitter at GamerHeroesPod, and your submissions just might make the show for next week. Obviously not this week, because it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find my tweets at TheCandyMan. Uh, you can keep up with what us GGKC folk are up to at GG underscore Kansas underscore city or GG-KC.com. And you can come hang out in our Facebook group, which is Looking for Geeks GGKC, or our Discord, which uh, is somewhere. I think it's on our pinned tweet. Yes. I think a link to that is there. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, for Thomas and myself, thanks for hanging out, and we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yeah, have a good one. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.